With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Conference recording started. Well, praise the Lord and good morning. Welcome again to Faith Restoration Ministries and Chikina Theological College. We're so glad to have you here. And to know that God has spared us, think about it, after such a long time, um, we, are, we are in um, the 10th day of the new, the new year, and we thank God for what he has done, how he has spared us, how he has kept us. Faith Restoration Ministries and Chikina Theological College are online. We're at www.frministry.org or... And you can just plug in at, yeah, at Faith Restoration Ministries. We are on, you can find us on Google and any one of the search engines. Today we are going to talk about the Holy Spirit. But before the message comes, I want to remind you that Shekinah Theological College is online. It's affordable. Wherever in the world you are, you can reach us. Shekinah Theological College or www.frministry.org. You can also reach us by phone at um, 678-964-4096. You can leave a voice, message, or um, a text. So we're going to begin. Before we begin on the Holy Spirit, I'm just going to have a short word of prayer. Lord, we ask right now, for the powerful Holy Spirit will speak through every speaker this morning. We also ask that you touch the ears of those who will hear this word. Let it bring some change in their lives, Lord. So many things about the Holy Spirit, but this morning we know you're going to share some through your speakers. We ask for the anointed upon everyone. Holy Spirit, we ask that you take total control have your way and let the will of God be done in Jesus' name. Our first speaker. Concerning speaking to us, I'm willing to listen to him. Word of God says he leads us and he guides us to all truths. Isaiah 40, verse, starting at verse 27. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speaketh, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is past, over from my God? And thou not known, and thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, Danger not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Give power to the faint, to them that have not, that have no might, increases strength. Let me read that one again. Give power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. When the Holy Spirit is walking with you, or once you, once you come into covenant with the Lord, and 
encountered the Holy Spirit and at some point in time let you develop the uh, evidence of the Holy Spirit of God in your life. The Holy Spirit comes to comfort you, he comes to be with you, he comes to teach you, he comes to lead you. You have situations that rise up in your life in your walk with Christ <clears throat> that you probably did not encounter even as a sinner. You have things that go on in your life because you have an enemy. Is an enemy of your soul. His name is Satan, the devil. And the word says he goes about the land seeking whom he may destroy. But in the meanwhile, you also have an advocate in Christ Jesus. Through the power and through the presence of his Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will come will protect you. Again, he will guide you. He will lead you. He will comfort you. But all that comes with the cost of you humbling yourself before the Almighty God. When we humble ourselves, we decrease in the Holy Spirit of God in us increases and is able to do the work that we need from him as the lord uses us in the earth to do his will but there's part of the scripture that says those that wait upon the lord they will renew their strength the holy spirit brings us and gives us strength to endure afflictions, to endure conflict, to endure pain and suffering. The Holy Spirit gives us the strength that we need to, to get through those things. And I like it where he says that we will all uh, up with wings of eagles. The eagles wings are very, very strong. And that's how we will mount up. We will gain our strength. And we will mount up the wings of the eagles. We will be as though, uh, you know, we have uh, unexplainable strength. He said we will run and not be weary. We won't grow weary in the things of God. We won't grow weary in well-doing. And we shall walk and not think. We won't be afraid. And we will always be bold and go forward in the things of the Lord. Putting ourselves behind those things. Making sacrifices. And a sacrifice is something that you don't want to do. But it is required of you when you have the Holy Spirit operating in you and operating for you. The word calls him the paraclete. He is a comforter. He is a guide. And above all things, the word says that the Holy Spirit leads us into all truths. Thank you.
to the to, to the earth and uh, the spirit of, of the Lord over 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 the surface. And the Holy Spirit has always been with the Lord God Almighty. But the question is, the Holy Spirit. Who is the Holy Spirit? Holy. And the answer I can give is the Holy Spirit is holy unto the Lord God Almighty. The Lord Jesus Christ. And when I have 10 minutes, so I'll just say the things I know about the Holy Spirit. And I may not be able to give the addresses of the scriptures. The Holy Spirit, the Lord Jesus Christ says, the Almighty God dwells in him, Jesus Christ, by his Holy Spirit. He says, the things I do is the Father who is in me that does them. The word he spoke is the Father who, who, who is in him that spoke through Jesus Christ. So, the Almighty God manifests in, in himself through his Holy Spirit. And by his word. In, in first John, in first John, I think the fourth chapter, he says that there is a bear witness in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this three are one. So and then the Lord Jesus Christ in John, somewhere in John also asked us to ask the Father for the Holy Spirit. He says, if ye being evil know how to give good gifts to your children, if you ask for a, uh, um, a fish, will you give them a serpent? If you ask, if they ask if your our children ask us for bread, we will give them a stone. So if we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children when they ask us, how much more will the Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him for the Holy Spirit? First John, we say that is that there witness in heaven, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. They are, are, are one. He continues and says that that is that bear witness on earth. The waters of blood and the Spirit, and these three agree in one. And also. The Lord Jesus Christ made it clear that when he had resurrected from the dead and, and came to show himself to his uh, 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 disciples, he said that he has to go to the Father. That when he, if he goes back to the Father, he will send the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, who will dwell permanently. and 
is why I'm, why I'm going to all these to, is to, is to say one thing that we, we who believe in Christ Jesus have been asked by the Lord Jesus to ask the Father for the Holy Spirit so that we can live the life of the sons of the Almighty God. In my, in my experience, though, in my experience, I've, I've come to understand that when anybody comes in contact with the Word of God, no matter at what age, no matter how early you stand, and, and you hear the Word of God, and you believe the Word of God, and you repeat the Word of God, what is inside you is the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit has so many roles, so many functions, so many, uh, as a matter of fact, I can safely say we cannot limit the Spirit of the Almighty God. We cannot limit the Holy Spirit. So some people want to say, you know, the Holy Spirit does this, the Holy Spirit does that, but the Scripture says that the Holy Spirit does, it says, any administration of the same Spirit. So there is no limit to the thing that the Holy Spirit can do in us and through us and for us. We ask according to the will of the Lord God Almighty. But I say this to, to, to I say all this to confirm that in my own experience, I have realized that at, at times you can have the Holy Spirit. And because we do, not, we do not know the nature of the Holy Spirit, we do not uh, we do not ask the Holy Spirit to do certain things for us. And because if you have the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaks to you. The Holy Spirit confirms things to you. The Holy Spirit convicts you of certain things. And the Lord Jesus Christ said that it is the Holy Spirit that will teach us and lead us into all truths. In other words, my own understanding of that is that once you come into Christ Jesus, you have to read the Word of God for yourself, meditate on it, and what you don't understand, ask the Lord Jesus Christ to give it, to give you the uh, um, Verification through the Holy Spirit. Because when to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, the scripture makes us understand nobody can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So it, it, the Holy Spirit is our companion, our teacher, our, our helper, our comforter, our consoler. In this journey, we have.
I'm just going to go ahead and speak. So, um, speaking about the Holy Spirit, what came to me was this scripture in 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20, which says, What? Knowing not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. So I remember when I got saved, and, um, you know, in my mind, I felt like if I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I wouldn't be able to, I wouldn't make it into heaven. And it was something I've been praying about for a long time. I mean, year after year. And, you know, I knew people around me were getting killed and nothing was happening with me. And, um, and one day it happened, you know. And having the Holy Spirit it is a guide. It's, it, it's like a spiritual empire within you. That tells you when you're doing something wrong, when you're doing something wrong. It leads you, it guides you, it convicts you. That's the Holy Spirit within you. You can't live without the Holy Spirit and say you're serving God. Because when you accept Jesus, the Spirit steps in you, and that's what the Lord had, had, had um, revealed to me. He said, when you accept me, the Holy Spirit is stepped within you. The speaking in tongues is just an evidence that you're filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, so when I think about my life and how the Holy Spirit has guided me through everything, the Bible says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. When you have the Holy Spirit, it guides you, it leads you, and you have to be able to determine which voice you're hearing. Is it something good or something bad? That's what I showed with my daughter when she tried to say, you know, Mom, am I really here from God? I said, the devil's not going to tell you anything that's good. There's no truth in him. I said, you examine it. If you have any doubt, examine what your conscience has just said to you, and then you know that God is speaking to you. And he always confirms his word. He always confirms his word. I remember um, some time ago, I, I started going to this church. It just started up, and, and the Lord dropped in my spirit that this was, it was a deliverance ministry. And I was afraid to approach the pastor because I, I thought to myself, who am I to go to a pastor to, to tell her what this ministry is, is about? And so I kept it week after week. And one day I was in church, and, and the Spirit of the Lord kept moving, and the Lord said, say to her now, say to her now. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it when church is over. He said, do it now. I said, okay, when she comes back on the side where I'm sitting, then I'll say something. And I just, I was propelled out of my seat, and I had to rush to her. And as I opened my mouth and started to say what the Lord had told me, he had other things to say. And so that's how the Holy Spirit will lead you and guide you. And even after I sat down, I started to doubt myself. The, the enemy crept in. I said, what did you do? What did you say? You're a mad woman. What you said? But the Lord sent someone who was neutral, who, who actually that person was from a different country, came in to speak. And he confirmed the word of God that this is a deliverance ministry. And not only sent him, but a couple, a month after, a third person came in and said the same thing. And I'm just saying all of that to say how the Holy Spirit really, really, we can't live without the Holy Spirit. It is our teacher, it is our guide. In 2 Corinthians 3, 17, it says, No, the Lord is that first. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Holy Spirit gives us freedom. Freedom to freedom to walk, freedom to live, freedom to worship Him, comes what me, no matter where we are. The Holy Spirit gives us that liberty. You know, many times I'm in church and, and, and when the Spirit of God moves and, and the things that I do and say, 
without the Holy Spirit, I could not have done it. Me, right here speaking, without the Holy Spirit, I could not have done it. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit that keeps us. He said he will send a comforter. To comfort us, to lead us, to bring everything back to our remembrance. And so as we face life's struggles and life's battles, we can rest assured that once we have the Holy Spirit, once God is with us, we can rest assured that he will be with us until the very end. And nothing shall be followed that he has not allowed. And he will only allow the things that he knows that we can overcome. Because he said he will not put on us more than we can bear. A lot of times I say to people, I said, you know, God gave you cancer because he knows you can endure it. God gave you problems with your children because he knows you can endure it. God gave you problems with your spouse because he knows you can endure it. But you have to trust God through the process. If you don't know that you're already overcome, then you will fall by the wayside. But this is a spiritual walk. The Holy Spirit guides us, leads us, and in all of that, we have to trust God. Thank you. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We thank God again for those speakers. And they could not share the word if they didn't have um, experience with the Holy Spirit. And we thank God this morning that upon acceptance of the Lord Jesus Christ at our new birth, if you go into John Chapter 3, John chapter 3 and verse 5, where Jesus had their communication, you know, he was there talking, conversation, some conversation that was with Nicodemus. And in 3, 5, he said, Jesus answered him. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born. Think of the word born, the operative word born of the water and of the spirit cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So. When you're born of the spirit, it occurs, if you're going to, let me read here, Ephesians chapter 1. And uh, I didn't have these scriptures here, but I like to be led by the spirit of God and to do what he says. In Ephesians chapter 1, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. It says here. We're sealed by the Holy Spirit at, your, at the new birth. Every baby that is born is given a name. And that baby is born, somebody's phone, please mute it. Somebody's ba uh, that um, baby is born into a family. And he or, he or she he or she, and I'm, I'm stressing it now, he or she receives the family name. If the name of the family is Brown, he will not be registered Parker, Livingston. The, name, the family name is Brown. So when we come to know Christ at our new birth, the Holy Spirit seals us. And it says, until the day of redemption. In fact, he is at our new birth. He's the one who brings it forth. The same way in Genesis chapter 1 and 2. Genesis 1. We'll see that the Holy Spirit was present in creation. And it shows his importance. In the affairs of men. Look, Genesis 1, 1 and 2 goes like this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. 
and darkness was upon the face of the deep. But listen to the, um, the second portion of this verse. And the Spirit of God, as the Holy Spirit, moved upon the face of the waters and all those other things that were created, even man. When God created man, he blew the breath into him. The breath of God, the Spirit of God was um, uh, blown into man's lungs, so to speak, or in his body. Because we are of spirit, soul, and body. When we die, the body, which is a material part, goes right back to dust. But the spirit goes back to God. In talking about the Holy Spirit, I'll just give you a few. There's so much. There's a lot. As I was doing my research, I found so many things about the Holy Spirit. And as the other speakers, they, uh, they, the scriptures that they gave, they, I don't even have those scriptures. That's to tell you how wide and vast the information on the Holy Spirit is. And you find it all in the Bible and in our own experience. We can talk about the Holy Spirit as our sister gave there. Talk about the Holy Spirit from our experience uh, of knowing Jesus Christ. When you go to 1 John 5, I hope you can take down these scriptures because when we come, we need to have um, scriptures so that people who do not know where to find and so forth can at least go and look for it. 5 and verse 7 says, For there are three that bear witness, or rather record is the same, in heaven, the Father, the word, and we know the word is Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. So the Holy Spirit, I've heard ministers say, the Holy Spirit is the administrative arm of God. Think about it. He is a power, the greatest power that moves upon the face of the earth. He is the most forceful power. He is the only power that the enemy cannot overcome. Satan has power. People, there's some Christians who say, oh, Satan doesn't have any power. So why were you in sin? But the power, as Jesus said in Luke 10, Luke, um, 10 and verse 19, behold, I give you power, mother to tread on dragons and serpents. It's through the Holy Spirit we are able to resist temptation. It is through the Holy Spirit we can live the Christian life. Try to live it mechanically or in your own self or from your intellectual ability. It is not going to work. It's one thing to know of Jesus Christ, but it's another thing to know about him. Know about him. Have that relationship and so it is with the Holy Spirit. We have to live lives so that the Holy Spirit can work in and through us. There are some things about the Holy Spirit which um, we have a few more minutes that we can talk about here. First of all, the Holy Spirit is our helper. And we're going to show you here in John. John chapter 16 and verse 7 says, Nevertheless, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples before he left. He said, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient. In other words, it is advantageous. It's better for you. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I go away, the comforter will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. All right? The comforter. We need the Holy Spirit in our lives. He helps us. Look, have you ever noticed times when you're down, when things happen in your life? I was sharing with someone yesterday. Yesterday, I mean this past week, was one of the most trying weeks I have had in my life life for a long time, I have to say for a long time. But through the Holy Spirit, when I cried out to God, 
But what was I was faced at that particular time, that particular day, that hour, God answers. And the Holy Spirit as though he took, he took the burden, he took what was troubling me, and he lifted it out of me and left me with a song. Immediately, I just found, I don't know where it came from, but I found myself start singing. Jesus took my burden. I could no longer bear. Jesus took my burden in answer to my prayer. My anxious fears subsided. My spirit was made strong. Jesus took my burden and left me with a song. Sometimes, saints of God, you're listening this morning or whenever time you're listening to this program, you find yourself at a place where everything is so dark and difficult and you don't know what to do. You can't even think of a brother or a sister to call upon, to say, pray with me, help me through this. This is where, oh, praise God, the Holy Spirit comes alongside you as the paraclete, the helper. Let's turn to um, Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the spirit itself should be himself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered sometimes saints of god you don't have the help that you need and by this i mean someone to pray alongside you pray with you you don't know who to call this is why it is of great importance to know that you're walking in the spirit, you, which means you live a life that is um, acceptable unto God. It didn't say you're going to be perfect, but you're doing everything in your power that's humanly possible to please God. So when you call on him, even if you can't think of another human being, even if sometimes you even have people around you, husbands have wives around them, but they can't call on them. Wives have husbands, they can't call on them. You have a friend right next to you, but you can't ask them. You have a kind pastor, but you can't call him. That's a time when you have to know who you are, what you are, and whom you believe. Is when the Holy Spirit, he comes alongside us and he helps us. He helps us in our infirmities. If we went to the doctor, he gives us a prescription. He said, take this or this medication for seven days. Do not stop it until it's finished. Maybe you take three per day, two per day, whatever it is, until it's finished. But you took it one day. Maybe two days. And you decide, oh man, this thing tastes like castor oil. It tastes like, um, what's the other one? Um, cod liver oil. If you've ever taken raw cod liver oil, you know it tastes horrible. You know, it tastes like cod liver. I, I can't take this anymore. So your complaint remains. The doctor helped you, but you now have to complete the job. The Holy Spirit will walk alongside you. He'll walk alongside me, whomever we are. He'll walk alongside as a paraclete to help us, but we still have to do what we, we are called to do. He helps us in service. The ministers who spoke here this morning, they did not do it of themselves. <laughs> left to them. Listen, at times if it was left up to us, we'd say, look, I'm too tired, or I don't think I can do it. Well, why couldn't she have called someone? Why didn't he ask someone else? Why me? Why couldn't she have done it herself? Why didn't he do it himself? But you know why they did it? You know why they spoke? Because they have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a third person in the Godhead. As I read there in 1 John 5 and 7. He has as the same power as God. But we don't pray to the Holy Spirit. We don't pray to him. 
We pray to God through the Holy Spirit. He gives us the power to approach. He clears the way for us so we can approach. There's so many things I'm going to give you. Just I won't even give you the, the scriptures. It's just going to say, he's a spirit of, he's a helper or the paraclete. He's our advocate. He's a spirit of truth. He, he can be, but listen. Three things we can look at concerning the Holy Spirit. He can be grieved. He can be quenched. And you know what? He does not impose. The Holy Spirit will not impose upon us. Psalm 24. I'm going to look for this. Um, Psalm 24 there. We were reading this yes, um, yesterday on our prayer line. And something that caught my eyes. And um, I just want to look to show you again that the Holy Spirit will not press upon you. He will not impose. The last few verses says, verse 7. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, the king, and the king of glory shall come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, even lift them up, ye everlasting doors, and the king of glory shall come in. He said, who is this king of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the king of glory. Think about it. The Lord of hosts. Get he knocks. You want to, and I'll prove to you that he knocks. Let's go to, he will not impose himself upon us. We he will knock, but we have to open unto him. When he knocks, as I was saying yesterday, we need to ask who is there. Who is that? Who is there? But too often. We just open the door without asking who is there. Jesus, when he spoke to the church of Thyatira, he said here, Revelation chapter 2, he talks about coming in and knocking. I believe it's here. Either come over. I, this was not in my in my text, so just give my uh, my notes. So. There is a, maybe somebody could help me here where he talks about, uh, it will knock. It will knock on the door. But Jesus said in one of these um, scriptures here in Revelation, when he spoke to the churches, he said, I thought it was in chapter two. Where he said, he will knock on the door. Behold, I, behold, I come to the door and knock. I'm going to find it now. So what I'm here to say to you this morning, that if we don't open unto the Holy Spirit, he will not push our doors down. He will not. Ah, I got it. Revelation chapter 3 and verse 20. And this is to show, just to um, emphasize that he will not impose on your life. Revelation 3 and 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Maybe you're a sinner this morning. You don't know Christ. Or you're a backslider. Or you've become just weak in the faith. You still go to the church. And things that have been happening, current affairs, have really weakened your faith. And hearing this word this morning about the Holy Spirit. Maybe he's knocking at your door, whatever your capacity, this whatever is going on in your life. He said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. That's the Holy Spirit. If any man hears my voice and open the door, I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. I'm glad I found the scripture. I didn't think it was wise to leave you hanging. The Holy Spirit will never impose on you. You must hear the word, open your heart, and he will come in. There are different kind of knocks. The enemy himself will knock. 
But here Jesus said, when I knock, praise God. When you say who is there, you're going to hear my voice. John 10 and 10 tells you that the sheep, or the chapter of John 10, my sheep, they know my voice. They do not care for a stranger's voice. Evidently, all of us as a children of God should know the voice of God. The Holy Spirit is co-equal with God and the Son. And it's right there in 1 John 5 and 7. We read earlier that he was in creation, Genesis 1 to 2. And God's work is done. Remember, I said earlier that there are those who believe that the Holy Spirit is the administrative arm of God. He is the one who carries out the work. We can go back to Luke chapter 1, the birth of Jesus. He was there, the birth of the world, the birth of Jesus, and at our new birth. And he will be. He was there when at the resurrection of Jesus. He will be there at our resurrection. We need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to operate in our lives. He is the author. We could put it this way of the new birth, John three and five. It's the Holy Spirit who wrote the scriptures. Let's look at this here in um, John, in rather 2 Timothy 3 and verse 16. There, there's, we have quite a lot of things about the Holy Spirit, and it really takes time to get in the word and dig to find out what is there and to know exactly um, what is going on in the spirit. Hear what it says. All scripture is given. We're talking about the Holy Spirit and scriptures. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for um, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect. We are being perfected and you are to be truly or thoroughly furnished unto all good works. We need the Holy Spirit. No matter what we're doing, we must have the Holy Spirit in our lives. We cannot live a life without the Holy Spirit. And by the way, the Holy Spirit dwells with the believers. John 14, let's look at John 14, 16 to 18. John 14, I will pray, where Jesus said again to the disciples, and I will pray the Father. And he shall give you another comforter or helper or paraclete. In the Greek um, interpretation, they call it the paraclete, but he's a helper. That he may abide with you forever. And then here is called the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive. We cannot receive the Holy Spirit for insides are dirty. Jesus spoke of hearts of uh, like um, sepulcher, whited sepulcher. I remember the days back in the day when people could afford to uh, get those special um, burial apparatus for their for their, their, their loved ones, and they would wipe. You know, when they put on all that soil, they would whiten it with whitewash. That's what Jesus said. Whited sepulcher. Whited graves covered over with what I think it's lime, they call it. He said, even the spirit of truth, verse 17, whom the world cannot receive. Why? Because it sees him not, neither knows him. But ye know him, for he dwells with you and shall be in you. We cannot live the Christian life without the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit in everything we do. When Jesus was leaving, Acts chapter 1 and 8. Acts 1 and 8. Hear what he said before he left. He said, let's begin at verse 5 so we don't lose a trend. He says, for John, truly baptized with water. 
but ye shall be baptized of the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of God of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which a father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power. Amen. He shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you and ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. There is no way we can effectively witness to a sinner or to the world without the Holy Spirit. As I said earlier, the speakers, there was no way. Yes, they could have spoken from their intellect, but it perhaps would just drop like lighting water. But when the Holy Spirit, praise God, empowers you, we speak, or any one of us, we speak as the oracles of God. Just like what Peter said. It's only through the Holy Spirit we can speak so that sinners repent. Bodies healed. People are filled with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We cannot live without the Holy Spirit. We need him. Let's turn to um, 2 Peter um, 1 and 21. We're talking today for that person who just came in. We're talking about the Holy Spirit. You missed some of it, but you can always um, pick it up again. Um, from the website at www.frministry.org. Click on messages and you can, um, I'll post it there this week and you can on our website and you can pick up on it. First Peter 1 and 21, we're talking about the Holy Spirit. For the prophecy said, we're going to start here from verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed, as unto a light that shines in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man. Again, the speakers this morning and so many others would have spoken if, if they perhaps were around or had the opportunity. It's not because we want to. But here it says, it was not the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Not, and not only did they speak the word, but they wrote the word as they received utterance from the Holy Spirit. So I want us to know here before we leave today that the Holy Spirit is important to our lives. We cannot afford come in or say we are living a life all on our own. Another thing, do not expect to live and um, life as a Christian and straddle the fence. You're either for God or you're against God. The moment you continue to sin and not call, not rather seek forgiveness, you're setting yourself up for the Holy Spirit to walk out of your life. There are people who said, oh, well, you know, you can't lose your salvation. Well, you know what? Maybe you can't lose it, but you can walk away from it by the life that you live. Let's turn to 1 John chapter 2. And we're going to read here where the Holy Spirit is our advocate. Verse 1. My little children, these things I write unto you. That ye sin not. That's what God wants for us. That we do not sin. But listen, God is wise. He knows that we would falter. He knows that we would fail. 
Is it any wonder that he sent the Holy Spirit to walk alongside us? That when we sin, he said, and if any man sin. And I'm not making any apology today or polish it over to say man or woman. Man in the Bible, when they speak their evil, they're speaking perhaps for the whole creation, all mankind. So if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father. It's as if, guess what? We have a, a, a kind of um, such a relationship. It's like having an open check. Praise God. You know, I, 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 many of us work in, in corporations where they, they get their supplies from certain places. So they have an open account. Hallelujah. We have an open account. He said, we have an advocate with the Father through Jesus Christ the righteous. And remember, whatever the Holy Spirit hears, what Jesus hears from the Father, he gives to the Holy Spirit who transfers it to us. So, there is no need for any one of us to continue in sin because we are in the day of grace. Read Romans 5 and followed with 6. God forbid that we should live any longer in sin. So if we sin, we have an advocate. We have an open account with God through Jesus Christ. And the Holy Spirit, you know why we sometimes we realize that we've done wrong? Because at times we do things we're not even aware of it. Come on now, let's be honest. We're not always aware. At times we commit sins and, oh my goodness, why did I say that? I wasn't aware of it. Oh Lord, forgive me. It's not you. It is the Holy Spirit inside of you who nudges you. And says, make right. And from the moment you say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Lord. Ah, it's like a load has been lifted. Holy Spirit, he is our companion. He is our helper. He is our paraclete. He is all that we would want him to be. And that's in a nutshell. He is all we would allow him to be in our lives it's up to us and if you're here today or you're listening at any time and you've fallen short of the glory of God or you have failed in any way remember you have an advocate first John 2 and 1 we have an open account why? Because we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit from the day we accepted the Lord Jesus Christ and he convicted us. I consider conviction a time of conception. Holy Ghost conception. Amen. You're now born in the family of God. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. In the last two minutes we have here today, I want to say to anyone, you're out there, Current, you're a Christian, you've been walking with the Lord, and current affairs have really thrown you, as they would say, back, uh, giving you a six for a nine. You know, some nines, you turn them upside down, you get a six, and you think it's a nine, but really it's a six. You turn it the right way. And you're saying, but God, I don't understand. You're saying, God, but why? You can't get an answer. Let me say here, humble yourself and say, Lord, I may not understand what you're doing, but strengthen my faith in you. You must know when your faith is shaken. You must know when you've been, as it were, pushed to the limit and you're saying, God, I can't hold on no more. I need your help now. I need you to bolster me. The Holy Spirit will come alongside you. Be honest. Let me say here. Don't pretend. Oh, well, you know, I'm baptized in the Holy Spirit. I'm filled with the Spirit of God. And I believe God. But inside of you is eating out with unbelief. 
be honest. God, I'm angry. God, I'm sad. God, how it is that? How it is that? And you can fill in the blanks. Be true to God. He already knows. But it gives us opportunity to come to him. And remember, saints, the Holy Spirit will help us. I've heard it said. There are people, God, you, you need, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna dig a hole. You have no shovel, but God gives you a shovel. And you sit there because you see it seems as if you want God, He has given you the shovel that you needed. You want him to come and dig the hole for you. He gave you a bushel of corn, and you want him to come and plant the corn for you. And when you get up and plant the corn, and it yield the ears of corn, you want God to come and, you know. Do the harvesting for you. It's time to get up. Solomon speak about the sluggard. It's time to get up. Pull up your faith. Gird up your loins. And be like the three Hebrew boys. God, I was expecting this, but that came. This is what I see. The three Hebrew boys said, Think it's Daniel 3. Even if, oh hallelujah, God does not deliver us, we will not bow. Let me, and I'm leaving now. Let me say here you may not see in the natural what you were expecting. It doesn't matter what the, what the situation is, it doesn't matter. But be like the three Hebrew boys. Let your faith remain intact. And when you're getting weak and weary, when the darkness want to darkness of unbelief, that cloud wants to come over you, cry out to God, say, God, help me. I'm weak. I need your help. May God bless you. We have someone who came in. Do you want to say something? Good morning. We're just about to close. Good morning. All right. Hello. Okay. Hi. How are you? Good to hear you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God to have you here again. If you want the full program, we can always, and it's going to be on the website www.frministry and check on messages um we are on me by the way before i close we are you can find faith restoration ministries on parlor you've heard of parlor the new social site we're also on miwi you can check us out there and let me say here the devil may think he has us but no matter what god will still shine through the battle, saints of God, is the Lord's. The battle is not yours. It's not mine. It's not for the man out there or the man up there. It is for God. Let us trust in him. Let us rest in him. Father, we want to thank you again today for this a glorious another opportunity to hear you, to know God. You're still here with us, no matter what the circumstances may be, no matter what the trial may be, no matter how we may feel, no matter what the enemy is doing to us, we know, dear God, you are with us. We thank you for the most powerful force upon the face of this earth who lives within us, who walks beside us, who talks to us, praise God, who helps us in our infirmities. We thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, abide with us. As we leave here today, abide with us. Be in and through us. And when we falter, remind us we have an open account with heaven whereby we can say, Father, forgive me. We pray for those who do not know you, Lord. We ask God that you will touch their hearts. There are many who will be saying there can't be a God from what they have seen and heard, but you still exist no matter what, Lord. And Father, be your people. Know that you can do things at times we did not expect, in ways we did not expect. Why? Because you're God. You laid out this heaven all by yourself. 
through your own wisdom. And there's nothing impossible for you to do. May you bless everyone here on the program at this time. Whatever circumstance he or she is going through or facing, Lord, we ask that you stand with each of us. Every home that's represented here today, we ask for the Holy Spirit's presence, guidance, and power to keep us and to preserve us. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Faith Restoration Ministries and Shekinah Theological College. We are online, a college is online that we teach the word. Nothing but the word, we answer to what does the word say. If ever a time we need to know the word, it is now. Because so often we read the word and we go away and we believe it's one thing. Let me say here, the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher upon the face of the earth. He is the one who knows the scriptures because he wrote them. He appointed men to write them and he wrote through them. He empowered them. So that's what we study here at Shekinah. If you need prayer or counseling, we also have those ministries here, all online. We meet on Saturdays at 6 a.m., Monday, rather Wednesdays and Mondays at 6 a.m. for prayer. If you have a prayer need, come on in. We'll pray for you. If you don't want to come in, you can go to our website and send us an email. You can go to Parlor and send us a, a message or from Mewe, you could send us a message. But you can send us a message. We will pray for you. And let me say here, God answers prayer. I believe everyone, including myself, can tell you that God exists and he does answer prayer. This past week, I gave the testimony. I was, what I was facing, yet when I prayed, the Lord lifted my burden. He'll do the same for you. May God bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May God be gracious unto you, both now and forevermore. Amen. Um, could you just remain mute for a moment? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.